The cultural districts of Minneapolis revel in the motto of every neighborhood having its own flavor. Whether that's Sabor Latino in Holy Land over in Northeast Minneapolis on Central Avenue, Barakala Restaurant and the Cedar Cultural Center over in the Cedar Riverside neighborhood, or even Mercado Central in Los Ocampo over on Lake Street. And these cultural districts help Minneapolis stay a city on the bubble, changing and relevant today and for years to come. It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now, so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community, and will continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. Want your boss to put some real action behind the rhetoric when they talk about making your workplace more inclusive? Find out how to hold their feet to the fire and demand diversity on the Diversity Dude podcast. Hello there, and welcome to the Diversity Dude podcast. I'm your host, Lambert Fisher, marriage and family therapist, award-winning author, and national speaker on the topic of multicultural awareness, and diversity. And before I dive into today's topic, I'm excited to share with you that I have the honor of being selected as one of the featured speakers at this year's TEDx Minneapolis event, this August 12th at Orchestra Hall in Minneapolis, Minnesota. If you happen to be in town, I welcome you to participate as I bring my relationship strengthening perspective to this year's theme of creating an atmosphere of intersection and connection. Black Beyond Measure honors and elevates Black creators, artists, entrepreneurs, and others in the Black community. Target holds the community front and center, supporting their products, ambitions, and efforts, and the people behind them, encouraging them to thrive. Capricia Ambers is a local Twin Cities artist whose work can be seen in Target's diverse artist series. Her featured designs include beautiful, bold silhouettes and can be found on throw pillows, doormats, mugs, tumblers, and more. She finds inspiration from and connection to her city and community. Learn more at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. And as I do in everything, whether it be through my one-on-one -on -one relationship building efforts as a therapist or my informing and empowering efforts as an author speaker, know that my personal mission is to do my part to improve the world one strengthened relationship at a time. So today, I want to share with you about the impact of affirmative action on professional relationships. In case you weren't aware, the Supreme Court recently made the significant decisions to bar colleges and universities from considering race as a specific basis for admission. Many who are in favor of this ruling argue that admission decisions shouldn't be based on skin color, but on equal standards and merit. However, many who have defended affirmative action also support equal standards and merit-based decisions, as well as acknowledging the, the concern that they had that since affirmative action helped reduce discrimination at selective institutions, many of which historically primarily admit white students, this decision will make it more difficult for schools to achieve a diverse population with direct implications on the workforce and income earning potential that these degree programs generate. Now, 
while many decisions will focus on what pros and cons affirmative action may have in and of itself, no matter what perspective you may have on this affirmative action or ruling or affirmative action in general, I want to use this brief time to explore with you some of the relational implications of affirmative action itself in daily life. The first consideration is this. Despite its imperfections, many have experienced affirmative action as unfortunately necessary. What do I mean by that? Well, even at its best, affirmative action seeks to enforce something that most people agree shouldn't need to be enforced. We shouldn't need to enforce appreciation for diverse life experiences and perspectives. And yet, history has shown that without policies like affirmative action, there's a very strong tendency to stick with what is known and who is familiar. This often leads to patterns where those who have continue to support those who have, and those who do not have, for present and historical reasons, continue to not have. From a relational perspective, this can admittedly lead to relational divides where those who have defend their right to what they want to do with what to do with what they want with what they have and to not be forced to do otherwise. And likewise, those who do not have argue that not that they want to take it, take what has not been earned, but to have a fair and equal chance to earn the same opportunities. This frustration often contributes to strained relationships and communities where affirmative action becomes a symbol of whether or not a person or organization is for them or against them, i.e. for them having the opportunity to earn success or against them having those same opportunities, which leads to a second consideration regarding affirmative action, which is Barring affirmative action providing more opportunities for some while reducing opportunities for others. Get to today's topic. You know that building a successful business takes time. But as your business grows and changes, it feels like time is the one thing you never have enough of. Work with a banker who understands that the right time to get you the financial flexibility your business needs to thrive is right now. Work with Bremer Bank because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. When I walked across that stage at my high school graduation, I was excited, but confused about my next step. Then I walked through the doors at Doherty Family College. Doherty Family College is part of the University of St. Thomas. It's a two-year college that lets you earn an associate's degree and puts you on a path to your bachelor's degree. Classes are small, so I have a personal relationship with professors committed to my success. Like the name says, they treat us like family. They call us scholars because they believe we could do anything we put our minds to. They set us up for excellence with free tutoring, and that's not the only thing that's free. Laptops, books, even breakfast and lunch, and bus fare. That's part of the package here at Doherty Family College. It's even free to apply. So do like I did. Go to dfc.stthomas.edu and set up a tour. We'd be excited to welcome you to our family here at Doherty Family College. For those who love to make every dollar do more, there's United Healthcare. With low to no cost coverage options built for just about any budget, access to care may be closer than you think with United Healthcare. More at uhc.com. We all need to think about our mental well-being. We're here for you. We need to be checking in on each other for support. Have you checked on your people lately? You're not alone. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. community. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. 
www.cmentalhealth.org. You've been hearing about the need for more mental health care for kids and adults in our community. It's time for you to take a step to be part of the solution. Prairie Care is hiring. One of the nation's largest providers of psychiatric services, Prairie Care is growing and looking for new team members. Come to a job fair on July 18th to find out more about their inpatient hospital expansion and their other services for youth, adolescents, and adults across nine locations. Prairie Care is hiring therapists, registered nurses, psych techs, social workers, receptionists, security officers, and more. Prairie Care is expanding mental health access for youth and young adults, adding 30 new beds at its inpatient hospital. Meet the team of professionals you'll work in collaboration with and learn how you can make a difference with your career. The job fair is July 18th from 11 to 3 at their Edina location. You can register now at prairie-care.com and head to the Career Opportunities page. That's the link at the top of prairie-care.com where you can find all the details. See you on July 18th. Many who argue against affirmative action have expressed feeling as though they lost out on opportunities that were given to less qualified individuals based solely on racial and ethnic factors. However, even the supporters of affirmative action argue that the goal is not to force unqualified individuals on institutions or organizations, but rather to give often overlooked individuals equal opportunity to show that they can offer valuable contributions when included. Now, I focus on valuable contributions contributions rather than qualified because many tend to focus on specific qualifications such as standardized test scores or other similar achievements. Unfortunately, those criteria don't always reflect the value of one's contribution. Instead, they often reflect the amount of money an individual or family or their school was able to invest in test preparation courses for their students or even larger amounts of AP courses that help achieve certain test scores and more. In this case, affirmative action enforces looking at additional criteria such that those without these specific opportunities who are nonetheless smart enough to succeed at a higher level and beyond get a chance to be seen, valued, and included on a more relational level in the face of historical trends of exclusion and criteria based on measurements of merits, quote unquote, some that have opportunities for significant success despite their intelligence can result in decrease in motivation, self-esteem, and belief that they'll be welcome based less on what a school or organization's mission statement says and more about the decision making that contributes to selection criteria and the experiences of those who get there but experience unearned hostility when they do. Which leads to a third affirmative action consideration, which is this. We need to make intentional efforts to make everyone feel welcome and valued in their contribution, contributions. Whether your school or organization utilizes affirmative action or similar criteria, it's common for fellow students or office colleagues even to draw their own conclusions regarding whether a person has earned the right to be there. Unfortunately, many go so far as to preemptively treat others as if they don't belong because of these beliefs. Whether students are deemed affirmative action employees, quote unquote, by their fellow students or even professors or bosses, many are excluded from group projects, study groups, or even social groups because of unearned resentment based on beliefs that they have not earned their admission. One interesting thing about this trend is that often ethnic minority students who indeed had more opportunities and more supports for toward their success, or in many cases did not, and yet worked immensely hard to get where they are, 
are similarly treated as below standard classmates and colleagues and forced to earn their right to be included when they get there. As if to proclaim, you clearly didn't earn your right to get there, so you must now earn your right to stay there. What's also interesting about this reality is that these judged students have often worked harder than those who are judging them. Not only that, but many of these same judging people, some of whom got elevated to decision-making status positions, never had to meet the criteria by which they're judging others that they deem unworthy. A classic example popularly discussed is the legacy admission students who get a better chance, not guaranteed, but a better chance of admission due to having a family member who attended the institution. Some have indeed earned their way, while others admittedly have not. Interestingly, interestingly, there's no mass legal uproar about the unfairness of legacy decisions and admissions. And I'm not actually arguing against legacy admissions right here and that they shouldn't exist. However, it seems odd that some non-merit-based criteria can still be used during criteria, admissions criteria and others cannot, especially when the goal of at least diversity-related criteria is meant to enhance the variety of perspectives being shared and experience of the institution or organization and the variety of needs that will be resultingly met outside of that institution after they're gone, rather than simply to reward someone because they're related to someone the institution likes. In the end, when the court decision results settle down and you go back to your daily life, I encourage you to ask yourself whether anyone at your school or organization is treated as if they don't belong, or whether someone is treated as if they belong in some areas while others are expected to prove that to their fellow employees that they are worthy to be included. Affirmative action, while never a perfect or even a long-term solution, indeed serves a purpose. Not to provide handouts to the detriment of everyone else involved, but rather to provide those who are historically overlooked, despite their experiences and merit and contributions, the opportunity to show their ability to make a positive contribution. What should be has not actually yet been achieved. And as a result, the concern with the ban on affirmative action is that without this as an incentive, the recommendation of race neutral decisions will remain just that, only a recommendation and not an automatically new standard of practice, and that the aversion to race-conscious decisions will indirectly result in justifications of unconscious race exclusions and social regression. My hope for you is that no matter what happens in the Supreme Court, that you would do whatever is within your power to value and welcome diverse perspectives and contributions around you wherever you are. Not because you're forced to, but because you see the value in similar as well as differing perspectives and life experiences. And because you empathize with how everyone wants the chance to show what contributions they can make, no matter their background and without unearned doubt and disbelief from those around them. And with that, I'll say thanks again for listening to the Diversity Do podcast. If you have any pressing related diversity related questions that you'd like me to address on an upcoming podcast or if your organization is in need of a shame-free or empowering guest speaker or training on this often sensitive topic then feel free to reach out to me directly at www.diversitymadesimple.com and if you know of anyone else who can benefit from a positive and encouraging perspective on this often difficult topic feel free to send them a link to this podcast to be encouraged as well and keep an eye out for more relationship strengthening and encouragement in my upcoming message at TEDx Minneapolis 2003, this upcoming August 12th, and of course, available online afterwards. For more information, visit TEDxMinneapolis.com. 
But as usual, I look forward to addressing as many topics as possible in future podcasts to help you improve as many relationships as possible at work, at home, and in your community. And as always, remember this, you don't need to know everything about everyone in order to have a positive impact on someone. Thank you all for tuning in and have a great day. Tune in each week and find out how to demand and implement diversity at your job. To hear more, check out previous Diversity Dude shows on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Hi, I'm Shaletta Brundage. I'm a media personality, podcaster, and a business owner. But my most important role is mom. Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When I didn't know who to trust or where to turn, I found ACRA. ACRA provides home care services to families all over Minnesota. The care is not one size fits all. They know each one of my kids is unique. They listen to what resources we needed and what's best for our family. I've seen my kids grow and thrive with ACRA's in-home care. While autism is the most common diagnosis among ACRA clients, ACRA offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. They work with children, adolescents, and older folks too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family too. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized health care for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. COVID-19 is still going around, and even a mild case can be serious during pregnancy. So what should you do if you're pregnant and have a positive COVID test? First, reach out to your doctor or healthcare provider. There might be treatment options they can recommend. That includes giving you a prescription for an antiviral drug you take in pill form by mouth. If you haven't gotten a COVID vaccine, it's not too late. Doctors say vaccinations are safe in any trimester but the sooner the better. Pregnancy can be a time of great joy and anticipation. So take good care so you and your baby are healthy. And congratulations. Do you worry that lead-based pain in your older home might be dangerous to your children or kids who visit you? Well, Hennepin County put those fears to rest. Hennepin County offers free lead tests and home assessments. If they find anything, eligible homeowners and landlords can receive up to $15,000 for work on the home, including new windows. The government banned lead-based paint 45 years ago when it was discovered that lead poisoning can affect development and cause permanent damage in young children. But 75% of those homes built before 1978 still contain some lead-based paint. As the paint degrades, it can make dust that little kids ingest when they're crawling and putting things in their mouths. So make sure your home is safe and hazard-free. Learn about testing and that $15,000 grant at hennepin.us backslash lead control. That's hennepin.us backslash lead control. You know Shaletta makes you laugh, but did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think? 
and boost your business. Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business.